Hello, everybody. My name is Kevin Deming, and welcome to my podcast called Perspective Matters. Uh, This is where we're going to be talking about a biblical approach to discussing how our perspective matters and it shapes our understanding how we see life, situations, and people in the middle of a problem. Hope you enjoy. And welcome today. I'm glad you could join us. I'm with my good friend, Chris McClure. He's an author of the book, Way to Greatness, and a coach with Lead Life Big. And today we're going to really just talk about how do we prepare now to be better later. That's for husbands, for wives, for fathers, for mothers. Uh, that's for people who are in work, who are not work, who are bosses, who are leaders. Uh, just really, how do we do that in this season of crazy mixed up, uh, up upside down world we're in? Uh, so before we jump into that question, though, I wanted to kind of just say, hey, Chris, uh, welcome. Glad glad you could join in and could have a little conversation. It's good to connect with you, of course, uh, and see you uh, in this time. How, how, how have you been doing? Yeah, we're doing well, actually. It's, again, great to do this. Um, you know, I think that it's funny because I think the whole world has been uh, introduced to this phenomenon called video conferencing uh, these <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <Yep. laughs> and so it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, but actually, we're doing well. Uh, our family has stayed healthy, which is awesome. Uh, adjusting to the e-learning, you know, uh, adjustment for school right now. My wife's a teacher, so she's having to do things a little differently. Our kids are adjusting and uh, you know, just trying to stay positive. And, and and one of the things I've realized through all this, that our kids are just kind of following our lead, you know? So oh, yeah. I think that's really important. I talk to leaders all the time about this, that, you know, followers go as the leaders go. And I think it's true because, you know, kids go as their parents go or their coaches go or their teachers go. And, uh, and so that's kind of what I'm seeing with us is, you know, we're just trying to take everything in stride and keep doing what we need to do each day. And, um, been actually amazed at how the kids are, our kids are 13, 11 and nine. So I think they're kind of in this sweet spot right now because I've had, I've talked to people who have little kids and they're going crazy. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to people who have older kids that are like you, like 20 somethings, college age and beyond that feel like, you know, my freedom as a young adult is, is being hindered. And so they're, they're struggling. Right. And uh, so I'm really feeling grateful where our kids are right now because they're, they're bummed that they're not playing soccer or baseball and with their friends on one level and at school. But at the same time, they, it's like this big extended spring break <laughs> and they're just happy to not be at doing schoolwork at the level they were. Yeah. And at some point, I think for us, we're kind of in that few weeks. So it just feels like an extended break, but at some point yeah. it's going to move from this just isn't spring break. It's, it's a different. It's a new normal. Yeah. I know, uh, you know, for me, I have a, a college student, like you said, but I also have a senior in high school mm-hmm. and, you know, there's no prom, there's no, uh, uh, graduation probably right now. There's no, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like they, the kids, especially in his situation, he walks out of school one day and he may never see a lot of those people again. Uh, yeah. for a lot of kids they do get to go back next year hopefully and all that but but yeah it's just a crazy world we're living in so how families are adjusting this has been 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 different it's been different for every family it's different based on age like you said so it has mm-hmm. been a little, little different uh but also you know an, an idea you are an author of the book called the way to greatness i, I would tell us a little bit about the book what, what is it about yeah, so really the book, you know, it's interesting. I got connected a few years ago to this community of authors through my publisher and, and my author coach. And 
I started to be around these people that had these incredible messages that were helping a lot of people. And I found myself really asking God, like, what is my message? Like, what is the thing that you want me to help people with? And I really wrestled with that for a while. And uh, actually, March 30th, just a few days ago, was two years, uh, the two-year anniversary of when I literally was sitting right here in my office. I spun around in this very chair and went to my whiteboard and wrote down five choices or five ideas that God had given me because so my business is is, is uh, my LLC is lead life big and big stands for be intentionally great and I was I was working on this website redesign project my my web designer was asking me just some questions about just kind of messaging and how to how to help me with it and I really started to be like God what does it truly mean to lead a great life to be intentionally great and one of my favorite verses is John 10:10. 10, 10. Uh, where Jesus says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I've come to give them life to the full. Uh, you know, some versions say rich or satisfying abundant life. And that became kind of my life message. I think that, that God was kind of framing this in. And so great stands for God centered living, relational health, enthusiastic mindset, asset stewardship, and time maximization. And what I realized is he gave me those five statements um, that they were really five choices we make. And they're the five choices that I see us as human beings wrestling with, dealing with all the time in some way, shape, or form. And most of our challenges fall into one of those categories because it's about faith, it's about relationships, it's about our mindset, it's about uh, you know managing our resources, whether that be money or possessions or our health. Um, and then time. You know, time is as our most... Uh, it's an, it's an unrenewable resource. It's our, it's our greatest uh, asset that we often squander. And, and I see a lot of people frustrated with, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy or whatever. So that became kind of the thrust of this book was how do we take those five areas of our life, those five things and really make wise choices so that we can experience the great life. What that's what I call the John 10, 10 life is this great life that God really wanted us to live in the first place that he created us to live. Um, and so that's really the premise of the book. And so the book has these five choices and each of these five choices, there's a five-step action plan to walk you through how do you go from where you are to where you want to be in each of these five areas. Mm -hmm. And so it's very practical. It's a very, I'm a coach at heart. And so um, the book is a coaching book. I was actually just talking to a friend of mine today. I mean, it's full of questions. And actually I had to create a digital workbook for it. Um, because I had advanced readers going, there are so many questions in this book. I need something to write this down on, not mm -hmm. just, you know, have. And so I created a workbook to kind of be a companion to this, but it's really a coaching book because there's a lot of questions this process through and a lot of exercises to do. And it's not a quick read. It's not a, it's not a super thick book. I mean, here's the, it's, it's, you know, from that standpoint, but there's in this, in this 185 page book, there's a ton of, questions to process. And, mm. and I did that intentionally because I wanted people to really slow down and think about these areas of their life so they could experience the life God created them to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and for someone who's sitting there thinking, Hey, I, I want that abundant life. I like to get a copy of that book, but also I think for, this is a great book for someone who leads teams, a staff team somewhere or someone mm. that is developing people, uh, whether you're a boss or a supervisor or whatever, it'd be a great book to take your team through as well. But if someone wanted to get a copy of this book, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. I mean, the, the quickest way at this point, go to uh, leadlifebig.com, leadlifebig.com. And um, at the top of my webpage right now, 
I've actually got an offer where you could just, you can get the book for free. Just, just pay the shipping oh, and wow. handling. I'll drop it in the mail to you. Um, just wanting to get the message out there, you know, because you know, my passion, my heart, I mean, I was a full-time pastor mm-hmm. like yourself for more than 20 years. And what part of my journey has been is God called me from being an executive pastor in my last role to being a pastor to executives and leaders. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like, you kind of flipped the, the, the script on me a little bit. Um, and so very involved in our church, still very involved in, uh, you know, I'm on our preaching team at our church and rotate in on that. But also, but now my, my day job, so to speak, is really coaching business owners, executives and individuals who want to just really up level their life and their leadership. Yeah, that's great. So with leadlifebig.com, that's your website, uh, you are a coach as well as an author. But with that, what is, for someone who may not know what coaching is or or what that, that you would actually be doing with that. Explain a little bit about what that looks like for people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I didn't know what coaching was either as far as I I knew what it was in theory, I guess, but not by name when I first started this journey about five years ago. Um, Coaching really is a partnership that you have a guide that helps you really think through different areas of your life, your leadership so that you can go to that next level. And so um, I've heard it called a thinking partner. Um, You know, I've heard it, so, you know, sometimes it's, you just need somebody just a little bit further ahead of you to tell you what the next best steps are to help you get there. Sometimes you just need somebody to help you kind of process through the challenges or opportunities you have in front of you. And so that's mostly what I do is, you know, I, as an executive coach working inside companies and with small business owners, most of the time it's looking at personnel, the people side of the business. You know, how do we, how do I help myself become a better leader? How do I help uh, develop a better team? Uh, how do I help deal with people challenges, but on more of a personal side, because I kind of have two branches to what I do. Um, I've got the executive leadership side and then I've got more of the personal life side, I'd call it. Um, you know, but it's, and that's where kind of my book really plays into for a lot of people is helping them just look at these five areas of their life. And, you know, how do I get better as a husband or a wife? How do I get better, you know, with my finances and my resources? How do I get better to, you know, learn how to use my time so I'm really not wasting and squandering it? You know, so walking through each of these choices and, you know, so that's kind of, it's just helping people really go on a journey. And that's kind of the metaphor that I've really kind of embraced is it's like everything we do is kind of like climbing a mountain or going on a hike. And you have to take the next step. And the next step right now might be easy or it might be hard. And then there's a next step after that and the next step after that. So being a coach is helping you take that next step so that you can really get, go farther faster because you're not trying to figure it out on your own all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's great because I know for us kind of that's hitting right where we want to go with the heart of, of today's conversation. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, I started the, uh, the Facebook page here, you know, perspective in a pandemic, partly because I had, uh, the virus and it changed my view of things and, and people wanted to know a lot about it. But, but during this time, our perspective when our circumstances are not what we think is really important. It shapes how we act and who we are and all those things. And so I know we talked a little bit and we kind of been talking a little bit about this idea that typically there are kind of two kinds of people right this minute. Uh, and probably more than that, but some of us are taking this, this season and just saying, I want to hit the pause button. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to get by, get through, can't wait. All, all I can wait is till we get to when it's over. And, and with that, and I get that perspective, you know, maybe uh, they're struggling with worry or fear or anxiety or some of those, those kind of things. And, uh, and for them, it's just 
in their mind they want to get through the next spot. But then there's another kind of person who I think you're going to be really targeting just a minute with and says, hey, I don't want to waste the weight. I heard that phrase from someone recently is mm-hmm. the idea of we don't want to waste the weight. An idea of in that, what do we do with that? So for me, I'd love to kind of hear from you on why isn't it, would it be important for someone to move from, I'm just hitting the pause button, I'm just getting by, I just want to get through it to, hey, how can I prepare now to be better later? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing that just even, it's kind of my mind is, as you're asking that question is, you know, while I, I would say, I hope that we, that we would want to grow during this time, I also want to encourage people to also rest during this time. Mm, good point. Um, one of the things that I've noticed that uh, about just our society, myself, our family, right? That we're that the first week or two, especially of this journey of of really hitting that, you know, being uh, stuck at home, so to speak, or feeling, you know, very isolated, and uh, you know, to try to stay healthy and keep others healthy. There was like this busyness detox that I mm-hmm. and I find this in myself sometimes, where I've been running hard and hot for too long, and when I slow down, like my body physically. I have phys- physical feelings in like jitteriness that I'm like busy, busy, busy. And now you're making me stop, you know? So, so they're, they're resting right now is I think very important. Let's take advantage of the time to rest. You know, that's part of not wasting that waiting period, I think. Um, so that may feel like pausing on one hand, but it's actually very intentional. Mm-hmm. So, so that there's that the other angle that, that, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people about to your point is, you know, I think that, the bottom line is our world will never be the same in different ways. And that's not a bad thing. You know, I mean, I know right now we, we have concerns about our economy or our personal finances or, you know, job situations. I mean, those are real things, health concerns, obviously, that's driving this. But there's this other side of in this, in this time, you know, for me, it's like I've had people say, I don't have any new free time. I'm like, well, do you really not? Because even, even if you're working your job, are you really going about your days the same way? You know, are you really going out to eat or to the sports fields or practice all these things that you were doing? Um, I think that some people are not really thinking about the margin that they do have because they're maybe their job hasn't really changed from a, they're still an essential worker out there. Um, but for like us, baseball season is on hold. Soccer season's on hold. So at minimum, we have the evenings free that we didn't have before when we were going to practice the games. So what do we do even during that as a family to, to get better? You know, for us, we, we hang out a lot more than we normally would. Um, You know, we're eating dinner around the table a whole lot more than we would this time of year Mm -hmm. normally, because we're normally like trying to figure out when are we going to eat between practices and my wife going one direction with one kid and I'm going another, and what do we do with our third? And you know, like who's going where, you know? Um, but then there's this other side of personal growth and development, no matter what your job is, no matter whether you have your own business or whether you're an employee at a company, this is an opportunity for us to grow and invest in ourselves so that when normal comes back, whatever that looks like, we are more valuable to our profession, to our organization, to our clients and customers. And that's really where I'm choosing to be is like I, I've invested and really made a choice that for, for the month of April, I, for me, for my own business, I really needed to study marketing more. I needed to understand marketing because I came from a ministry background that 
I, and that was never a thought that I really thought too much about. And now I've got a business where I'm trying to get my message out there with my book and my coaching programs and all this. That's just an area that I need to grow in. And so for me, I'm, I'm diving deep right now in that area. So I'm helping, I'm just trying to help people think about what's at least one area that you can use this time to get better in, whether it be a, be, like you said, be a spouse, be a parent, be a work, you know, an employee or a leader, whatever the thing is, go deep for a while in that and, and just do some reading or do some, you know, watching videos or listening to podcasts or what, you know, take a course, whatever the thing is that can help you. Yeah. And as you kind of look at that, it is a, a fact that, that our, our normal, what we were doing, uh, it is going to be different. I think that's a perspective that, uh, mm-hmm. but in that we should always be seeking to grow because I think you find that value and purpose anyway. Now with that though, kind of as we close off our time here, just thinking about it, what would be the ways you would tell someone or, or give some helpful advice or wisdom on how can, like someone said, all right, I made the decision. I want to get better. I want to prepare now. What can I start doing today to, to, to help me to be better later? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the biggest keys in that is looking for people who are ahead of you, but not too far ahead of you. One of the things that I've learned for myself is I can look at um, experts who are like, who've been doing what they're doing for 30 or 40 years, and I can aspire to be like them someday. But they're so far ahead of me that I really don't know what the next five steps look like. So what I would encourage you is who are, who are some people who are where you want to be ultimately, but they're not 20, 30 years ahead of you. They're, they're maybe five years ahead of you or five steps ahead of you. So that you can say, okay, what did they do to get where they are? And then you work to get there. And then it's like, okay, from there, look at them for either what they're now doing or what another person is doing. So I think a lot of it is that once you determine, you know, what your goal is, then look for somebody who can be kind of a guide and mentor to you, whether it's one-on-one as like a coach and leader or whether it's, you know, an author or, you know, a speaker, a trainer that, that you can engage with them more virtually, you know, through their books and courses. Um, But I think that's probably the key, you know, because it's easy to get frustrated when you're trying to grow that you, um, you could feel like it's, they're they're too far ahead of me. I don't even know where to begin. Mm -hmm. So just look for, look for the guy there or somebody that's an example. You know, we all need models in our lives. And I mean, I think as believers, you know, it's, it's easy, you know, on one hand we look at Jesus and that's great and we should, but then it's like, well, I'm not Jesus. Like I'm not perfect. And (laughs) you know, it's like, we need to look for other believers who have been journeying with, you know, in their faith for a while that we can learn from what did they do? Um, So yes, you know, once again, find a model that is, that, that, that can really, I guess, make it reasonable for you to follow. And then, and then I think you'll be more encouraged to keep moving forward because you won't feel like it's so far off. Yeah. Yeah, and I think as we're kind of going through this time here and thinking, you know, I, I, one of the things I like, I really liked about what you said earlier is kind of the reason why you even wrote the book is you were looking for that. What is the thing that resonates with you that based upon your story, your life, what you've learned that you want others to know? And I think every single person has that. We all have that one, one thing, and maybe there's more than one thing, but there, there really is one or two or three things that really resonate with us that we just want people to know. And, and it's kind of like, how do we get better at that? You know, how do we start focusing on that? How do we help people uh, to be encouraged in in that way? And then 
you know, also just the, the idea here of, of in our lives, you know, what are we doing today to not waste the weight, to be prepared so that as things start to shift, and I think like you said, it's not going to be the same normal, but as we get back to that, that we are better in our marriages, better as a father, better as a mother, mother, better as someone in a business or an owner or a leader or a supervisor, because we, we see the value of that. So yeah, that's great stuff. I really appreciate it. And, and hopefully as people watch this, they're going to be encouraged. And, and I would love to say that, you know, Hey, take a moment. I mean, I, this is great. You're offering the book for free. I, I, I think that's pretty amazing. Uh, to go to your leadlifebig.com uh, website and figure out how to do that. Now, I know this is not a forever free, so if somehow you're watching this and it's months down the road or something and you happen to see this video, uh, it may not be available free at that point, but during this season right now, uh, you're offering that, and this is just a great resource. So if you're here today and you're thinking to yourself, I want to I be prepared, I want to be better later, I think the great thing to do is find somebody and then go to your website and get the book, start looking at it, asking those questions. and. They're going to find well, and I do want to say on my website too, not only is the book that, you know, offer there, but I, I have a podcast that I release an episode every week to, to just kind of, I, I did, when I first started the podcast, I, I kind of did episodes to kind of expand my thoughts on, on the book and each of the, each of the action steps. Um, I have a blog, you know, where I write articles there too. So there's some different resources even beyond the book that's all tied together. So if people are looking for, you know, different, things to hear and listen to. I do some interviews with folks to, uh, who are modeling this and mm -hmm. that's something I get excited about um, to hear from different people's stories as well. Kevin, one of the things you said, just maybe my last thought on this is, you know, when I first began my business, I kept hearing things like, who's your ideal audience? Who's your ideal customer or client, right? And it makes sense from a marketing standpoint, but it was very frustrating to me. And I finally, it finally hit me one day could my ideal person that I can help be like me, mm. you know, where I've been. And, and you mentioned that a minute, like whether it's a passion area, whether it's a frustration you've dealt with and you've learned how to handle that. So, so think about the people around you. So not only is it about getting better to be more valuable, but also maybe there's people right around your midst that you could help through where you've been already. And, you know, you don't have to write a book to do that. You know, right, you, right. you can pick up the phone and make a call, you know, um, you could, you could write a blog post, you could do a video, you know, type uh, a thing like this, whatever it is. But so, so realize that you have a unique message because you have, you've had your own unique challenges. You've had your own journey mm -hmm. and you're not alone. Other people, you know, that's the thing is other people, they're looking for you even, uh, to guide them because you may be that person that's just a few steps ahead yeah. that they're looking for. So I just want to encourage people to think about that because I think we're always, it's easy for us to always look like what, who are we chasing after or growing or trying to become like, or, mm -hmm. and we forget about there's people coming behind us too that mm -hmm. need, that need us and our, and our help just where we've been. Yeah, that's a great point. And it's not just that we look to find that person for us, but, who are the people in our life? And as you, if you're a, a, a married, then of course spouse is involved with that. And if sure. you have a parent, that they your kids are. But yeah, there are other people in your world and uh, that you can encourage to be part of and stuff. Well, I really appreciate the time connecting with you and 
and uh, chatting with you again. And yeah, I, I get your, your blogs every day and also <clears throat> find you on, on social media where I know that you're constantly posting uh, helps and encouragements and leadership and, and life yeah. on a regular uh, basis. It's just been, I've been really encouraged by a lot of things you've been, been sharing and saying. So thanks, man. Appreciate you. And, yeah. Uh, look thanks forward for to this. Again soon. It's right, been thanks. fun.